Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is emphysema. For the past several years, you've noticed that you get shorter breath when you do certain activities. No big deal, you just stop doing them. Now, it seems like you're shorter breath all of the time. What's happening? Can it be treated? Is there a way to prevent it? Emphysema is one of the conditions that contributes to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD. The other is chronic bronchitis, which causes inflammation of the tubes, or bronchioles, that carry air to and from your lungs. Emphysema is when the air sacs of your lungs, or alveoli, become damaged. This happens over time, and the inner walls of the alveoli weaken, resulting in them rupturing, creating larger spaces. This isn't a good thing because it decreases the surface area within your lungs, which means less oxygen is able to be absorbed into your bloodstream. The other issue is that when you exhale, the alveoli you have left aren't able to function correctly, and air becomes trapped inside your lungs, so you can't get fresh air into them. The cause of emphysema is long-term exposure to airborne irritants, such as air pollution and chemical fumes and dust. However, the primary cause for most people is tobacco smoke, with the severity of the condition being directly tied to the number of years and amount of tobacco you've smoked. Besides smoking, there are several other things that can increase your risk of developing emphysema. Not surprising, one of them is being exposed to secondhand smoke. Air pollution is also a big risk factor. This can come from both indoors and outdoors. Certain occupations where you're exposed to chemicals or dust from grain, cotton, wood, or mining products also increase your risk, especially if you smoke too. Emphysema increases your risk of developing certain complications that people without it have a less likely chance of acquiring. One such complication is a collapsed lung, or pneumothorax, which is uncommon but can be life-threatening for those with emphysema. Another complication, called bullier, are empty spaces that form in your lung and can be as large as half of an entire lung. This reduces the amount of space your lung has to expand. It also increases your risk of developing a pneumothorax. Emphysema often results in increased pressure in the arteries that connect your lungs to your heart. This is called core pulmonale and causes part of your heart to expand and therefore weaken. Symptoms often appear between the ages of 40 and 60 and come on gradually. So most people don't realize that they have a problem until it starts affecting daily tasks. The most common symptom is shortness of breath. Typically, it starts with activities that require exertion. Most likely, you cut back on these activities until you don't do them anymore. Eventually, you'll start feeling short of breath, even while resting. If you ever get to the point of feeling short of breath when going upstairs, your lips or fingernails turn blue or gray with exertion, or your mentation becomes altered, then seek medical care immediately. Unfortunately, emphysema can't be cured. When treating it, the goal is to relieve symptoms and slow the progression. The intensity of treatment is dependent on the severity of your condition. 
typically you'll need to take some medications. One type, bronchodilators, are designed to relieve coughing and shortness of breath by relaxing your constricted airways. Another type, inhaled steroids, are used to decrease shortness of breath by reducing inflammation. If you have an infection like pneumonia or acute bronchitis, which is different from chronic bronchitis, you'll need to take antibiotics. Other important aspects of treatment include various therapies. The primary one is pulmonary rehabilitation, where you learn breathing exercises and techniques to decrease your breathlessness and increase your ability to exercise. Nutrition therapy is also vital to being healthy, since most people in early stages of emphysema need to lose weight, and those in later stages often need to gain weight. Supplemental oxygen therapy is often needed as well when your condition becomes severe enough that you have low blood oxygen levels. Usually, you need it around the clock, and it's delivered via a narrow tube that fits into your nose. If you have severe emphysema, your doctor may recommend removing small sections of your damaged lung tissue in order to help the remaining tissue expand and work more efficiently. If you have severe lung damage and all other options have failed, your doctor may recommend a lung transplant. Since many people become increasingly limited in what they're able to do, they often feel depressed and become withdrawn. In order to help with this, it can be beneficial to talk with family and friends about what you're feeling or join a support group. If at any point it feels like it's too much to handle, talking to a mental health professional can help. The most important thing that you can do to prevent emphysema is to not smoke. If you do, quit, because this helps limit the damage to your lungs. Also avoid secondhand smoke whenever possible. If you work in a job where you're exposed to chemical fumes and dust, wear a mask to avoid inhaling it. The same thing applies to air pollution. In addition, replacing the filters of your furnace and air conditioner regularly can help reduce how much air pollution enters your home. If you already have emphysema, there are things that you can do to get relief from your symptoms and slow the progression of it. Getting regular exercise can help to increase your lung capacity. Just be sure to check with your doctor prior to starting a new routine. Since cold air can cause your bronchial passages to spasm, protect yourself by wearing a soft scarf or cold air mask during colder months. Make sure you get the flu and pneumonia vaccinations yearly because getting either one of these illnesses can have a significant impact on your lungs. Do everything you can to prevent yourself from getting respiratory infections by avoiding people that you know are ill, washing your hands frequently, or using alcohol-based hand sanitizer when necessary. Emphysema can definitely affect your life in negative ways, so by doing all that you can to prevent it, you'll decrease your risk of developing it and experiencing these impacts. If you have any questions or concerns about emphysema, please speak with your doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the American Lung Association's emphysema page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. 
Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.